Good morning. Welcome to a sunny morning in Manchester. No, I'm joking. Welcome to the How to Run a Good Walk podcast. <laughs> um, this is episode 47, and uh, welcome to the pod if this is your first time. Yes, and if this is your first time, we normally follow through a format of four we sections. We don't follow through. We go right. through. We normally go through a format of four sections. It is first usually one, as disruptive as this as well. It is, yes. <laughs> first one is Chopper of the Week. That's normally a funny story from on the golf course. And funnily enough, it actually involves a chopper this week. You. Not me. But oh, sorry. Chopper. Yeah, it does actually involve a chopper. Yeah. Less of that. You. Mouth. Second is Tour Trash Talk. That's where we talk about all the serious news from this week on PJ Tour. Your serious Tour. is a loose term. Yep, correct. Then we have Watch Your Beef. That is a very sporadic section, shall we say. When something happens that we are very angry about. <laughs> we then have Tech Talk and a brand new section, This or That. We sort of added this in last week and we we're going to continue it. Um, so last week we said we we're going to answer the questions on, just so you can think about this as we're going through the pod. Um, would you rather play Lynx Golf or Parkland Golf, if that was where you remember? Yep. Um, and then Josh added some others in here and just have a think about this would you rather play the Masters every year for the rest of your life yep. or the Open at St Andrews every year for the rest of your life yep. um, then we've got some other ones in here as well but we're going to leave those two for you to think about as we go through this pod but Josh chopper of the week mate I know this actually includes a chopper it but does. you weren't actually in the chopper I was not unfortunately it's a bit of a mad story and I feel it is, it is a chopper thing. Like, it was stupid of me. It would... It, well... It, it I, wasn't really stupid of me. I don't think but, it's really that much stupid of you, really. I don't think... It's just a, funny. There's it, not many times where a, a helicopter is going to land no. on the golf course right near you. So, basically, playing at the mare on... Oh, you've got to settle the mare, mate. you got you got you got to... you got to yeah, yeah, okay. give so, the nostalgia yeah. of the mare. So, playing at the mare on Friday, okay? And now the mare is... Who are you playing with? Uh, my boss Dave yeah very good very good if you go back and listen to um, the other episode episodes, one you'll realise why I have to say that um, the playing at the mayor and now the mayor is quite prestigious isn't it I wouldn't say is it's it, prestigious it's in, in terms a of a golf area, club it's, it's in a posh area they used yeah. to hold open qualifying and the best way I can describe it is think of the biggest houses in your area apart from if you live in Wentworth and triple it by a million. Yes. That is the level of houses we're dealing with. Yes. <laughs> that sit on the side of a mirror. Correct. Also, the driving range is hitting balls into, into the mirror. Correct. It is fancy, shall we say. So, and so like you, your likes of, well, footballers live there, that kind of Cavani's room in Cavani, live there. Jordan Pickford backs onto the golf course, apparently. And he? Yeah, he's only got little arms, though. Um, I actually like quite like Pivot. I can imagine him being a quite good golfer. Really, he plays there actually. He played uh, behind, in front of him once. Hey Pickford, if you listen to this, shout me up. I'll take you for a game. He definitely doesn't listen, does he? Probably not. Sorry. Um, if and if he does, I've just Pick- insulted him anyway about his arm yeah. length. So, uh, so he was listening, and now he's not. <laughs> and he he... Um, if, so... if somebody, if, if somebody does know him, tell him to go about five minutes in to avoid Josh's insult and listen to <laughs> Um, so that sort of sets the scene of that the wasn't me that didn't insult it was Josh that insulted alright do you know game with Jordan Pickford do you yeah I do <laughs> um, so that, yeah sorry go back it's basically a very posh golf yeah. club but not 
Not prestigious from a golf course perspective. perspective. But yeah. it's a very good golf course. Correct. It's just a posh hotel. Yes. Um, and so I'm playing the 18th hole. It is about half five. So obviously this time of year here, it is getting a little bit dark. Um, we, but we're still like play, able to play playable. Yeah. Light enough to finish your final hole. Yeah. And I'm stood on the fairway and I'm playing 9-9 into the green and I hit a little... Your lo- fourth shot? No, my third. Uh, in fact, yeah, it was my fourth. It wasn't fourth. I was going to be joking. I know you were, but it was my fourth. <laughs> um, <laughs> was it my fourth? Anyway, it was your fourth, carry on. No, it wasn't. It was my third because I, I came over for the par. No, because I came over the par. Well, they should don't believe it. Carry on your story. Anyway, there's a, a bloke to my left near the clubhouse putting like green lights on the floor, like flashing lights. And at first, because he had the bag open with these lights in, I thought he had a drone. And I thought that was like the home, well, as it were. What's a big drone to be fair? What? It's a big drone, to be fair. In a sense, yeah. But I thought that was like the home, so he's going to send the drone up if he wants to bring it home. It just lands in between those mm. flashing lights, right? The sensors or whatever. So I get closer. I hit my shot onto the green, obviously. I get closer, and I realise that there's like a circle of these, and there's no drone. So then... Can I just clarify, how big was this circle? Like, not not massive. Ten yards across? <laughs> just bloody big drone. <laughs> yeah, no, but... Initially, when I, where I was stood, it, I could only see two lights. Okay, fair enough. So I didn't, I didn't, couldn't see that it was a circle. And yeah, then yeah. I got there, and you could sort of he put more out, and it made sense, a little bit of sense. So then I sort of put two and two together. And thought, okay, maybe there's a helicopter landing here. So I'm obviously not going to leave my bag here. But on the 18th at the mate, if you hit the green, you're not going to take your bag down to the green because it's quite a walk. Yeah. And I had my bag on a trolley. So yeah, was, you have to walk backwards, don't you? Yeah. So I put my bag, push my bag towards the clubhouse, away from this circle of lights. And then I walked down to the um, the green. Next thing, it's on the green. There's this thudding noise and the ground starts shaking. <laughs> yeah, right. And honestly, I've never ever been that close to a helicopter landing. But it come over the trees, like next to the green. And it, and it goes towards these lights. And it's like hovering above these lights. And it starts to lower into this circle of lights. <laughs> next thing... Right, turns out I hadn't quite calculated the downdraft of a helicopter and my bag Which is on a push trolley. Which is on a push trolley starts rolling down the hill towards the mare. <laughs> right. So Basically. I'm so I'm like stood watching this helicopter thinking Bloody hell, I've never been this close to a helicopter. Then I look to the right and think Bloody hell, there's my bag rolling down the hill. <laughs> so I'm like giving it legs, like thinking, oh God. It... Josh's bag's turned to a catamaran. <laughs> Basically, I need to stop, yeah, big big sail on it, off it goes. Basically, I need to stop this bag before it ends up on the driving range slash in the water. Um, luckily, a bloke from, who was stood by the clubhouse, I think was welcoming people there, grabbed it and moved it out of the way. It would have been a far better story, mate, if it ended up in the mid. It would, but I'm quite glad it didn't because... Um, it would have been quite an expensive story as well. well. I don't think it would have been expensive because they, they are waterproof. Yeah, I know they are, but, but, but I, I, how, how deep in do you think I'm going to go to get yeah, it out? It's not going to sink. Bloody hell, what? It's not, not like a bloody rock. It's not going to sink straight away. What's so, right, okay, so it's going at speed. Mate, mate, it's going downhill. It's going mate, you should have seen the speed it was going. It's underwater, but it's not going to go, boof. It's not going to, like, not like a diving no, but, scuba equipment. No, but if it goes off, because it, it was going down towards the range, at the range, it, like, basically, there's a slight... Yeah, you'd, have, you'd hill, have to got in. But it fucking, it goes. You'd have it, to got in. It would, it would you'd have had to got in. I know, so I'm glad I didn't have to do that. Isn't that just swan diving in after <laughs> I'd have been like, I am not going in there. Um, so yeah, but then the story carries on. So the guy gets out of the helicopter. Um, didn't recognise him. Uh, but apparently, the story is, 
there's a guy that is some form of racehorse big dog who I lives mean. on the mere and there was an event at Cheltenham that's so, the, that's the right. poshest thing I've ever heard yeah correct but then my boss Dave was on the phone to his wife I think right and then next thing you know this helicopter starts taking off but we're still stood like by the clubhouse so next thing this helicopter's going and you can just hear Dave saying there's a helicopter shouting down there's a helicopter can't hear you like and also, he'd made a 25-foot putt that we'd all missed because we were all watching a helicopter land. Gutted. I mean, I remember the first time I saw a flying thing in the air. All right. Oh. See a lot of helicopters, do you? Well, how much can we do, mate? A regular occurrence. Don't land on the 18th fair with it, do they? I, I am joking. Yeah, I know you are. Exactly. Slightly. All right, when was the last time you played a, you played a golf course and you stood on the green and, and a helicopter landed 50 yards away uh, from you? Much room, like once every other week. Have a day off. You don't even play golf. <laughs> you don't even play golf. But no, I, I think it would have been a much better story. You should have embellished yeah. it a little bit and made yeah. sure Charlie had gone yeah. in the water. That would be lying. It would good theatrics, though. Anyway, what happened Basically, after Josh that, actually Alex? swan dived in. <laughs> what happened after that? We went to the range. And what happened at the range, Alex? You beat me at the range. What well, can I clarify? Do? What did we do? Let me what clarify. Let me, let me, Explain the story. Let me just tell people that are interrupting. So... We decided to go to the beaches, which is a really cool range near us. Yeah. Um, it's got Trackman in. And decided to play St. Andrews. Really nice place. Very good golf course. Um, but Josh actually sets the whole game up. Correct. So he sets it up. I'm getting the ball. So I come back and I'm like, oh, it's all settled, mate. Ready to go. Fine. Cool. Had a few warm-up shots and we start playing. Only I figure out he's only put his old bleeding handicap on it. Yeah. Mate. Well, all right. Would I, when, if no. you went to play the golf course, would I not play the handicap? Yeah, but my point is... So handicap's 10. On that game, you don't put... All right. And your putting's terrible. Right? Cheers. And <laughs> it, it's, it, it's a lot easier on a driver range than that. You should have had half the amount of shots if you had any, any... I'll repeat this one more time. Any sort of conscious. Conscience. Conscience. And if I had... <laughs> Oh, had, it's been ruined. Yeah. That, <laughs> if I had half the amount of shots, I'd have still beaten you. No, you wouldn't. Mate, I was like seven under par. Net. Let's clarify that. Everybody. Yeah, net. Exactly. Net. Exactly. I was four. No, you weren't. You were like two. Oh, no, no, no. Let's clarify that. And you stuck two out of bounds. Which I was, I was four under par until we played the 17th where yeah. I knocked two out of bounds. But yeah, let's but be two honest. In the, two in the hotel. Cheers. It was it eight o'clock and the range is shutting. I was rushing. Have you heard these excuses? Sound like Jason between us. That's terrible. That that is terrible. So yeah, he got his uh, ass handed to him. Anyway, well, let's, I, <laughs> we'll bring you an update on this though because we're going to go again later this week. My ass was not handed. to So him. it's one nil in the series currently, but we'll give we'll let's do a little series on it because we're going to go this week again, maybe okay. twice. Okay. So we'll 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 bring the update next week. I'm fine with so, that. So let's leave chop of the week there. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's move on to tour trash talk. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So. This week we had the P on the PJ Tour. We had the Zozo Championship, and it was over in Japan. Okay, the winner, homeboy, Matsuyama. Obviously, that's really impressive. Like, One on his home turf. Because there's so much pressure on you to perform in front of your own fans. Especially the year he's had winning the Masters as well. Yeah, like he's he's now a national hero, right? Correct. Um, if he wasn't already, so he was 15 under par. Then tied second. You had Brandon Steele and. Tringale, is that how you supposed to say it? Tringale, yeah. Cameron Tringale, is it? I uh, don't know, but yes, uh, ten under par. I made that in the first name, but it's probably not Cameron. <laughs> and then tied fourth, you had Mackenzie Hughes, Matt Wallace, 
Muno, Sebastian Munoz and Lanto Griffin. So let's quickly talk about our picks because Alex, we changed our picks last week. Did well, we not? we're doing it differently. So we went for top ten yes. and an outright winner. Yes, we did. Who did I choose, Josh? Top ten, fair dues to you. You chose Matt Wallace. And where did he finish? Fourth, Fourth. mate. That's well a big done. event for him. Massive That's event. A, uh, how much did he pick up doing? Oh, I've got no idea. Mate. You always. Right, you always do this every week. No, I'm just interested because I have no idea the answer. There's been like like we mentioned a couple of weeks ago. There's so many people that go out on the PJ tour and they end up, unfortunately, struggling and losing their card. Like beef being one of them. Yep. Whereas, I don't know. It is a very think, good result for him. Isn't I think it? Fitzpatrick, not Fitzpatrick. I think Matt Matt Wallace has got a bit more. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I don't want to say this rudely, but maybe a little bit more nounce, nounce. Right. You know what I mean? Like a bit more, like a bit more solid him. up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Mental. I, I'm not saying beef doesn't, but he comes across a lot more confident in what he's doing. Yeah, I completely agree. And then another, to be fair to you, mate, you've not done bad at it. So Keegan Bradley, who you tipped to win, came seventh, tied seventh. I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> How good is that? That's a good effort, mate. I'll give you that. I'll give you How that. How good is that? Saying that, my tip to win was Morikawa, and he came seventh as well. It's not bad. But then, apparently, my... Uh, Sung Jimmy had to... Um, finish in the top ten, didn't start. Good picks. So, really good, good picks, pick. Good picks, didn't mate. start. But good picks from you, I'll give you that. So, ah, solid week for me. Solid week for me. Let's just talk about Morica- uh, Matsuyama quickly. So, good victory for him, obviously, winning Japan, like we said. He won by five shots, okay? In a five-under final round to win the event. You know, I just going back to that again, about playing in your own event, in your own, own home turf. Yeah. Right, you think how hard McElroy found it when he played the Irish Open. Yeah. On home turf. Yeah. When he played the Open on yeah. home turf. Yeah. Right, it's tough. And... We're t- so then this is the thing like we, we, we talk about McElroy he's one of the best players in the world mentally it's obviously very hard there's a lot of pressure there and we we know that McElroy's had issues with dealing with pressure in the past but for Matsuyama to go and do it is very yeah. very impressive having had a year when he's won the Masters and like you said he's he's had all that praise and accolades from his the president and whatever of Japan and yeah. like, you saw that you saw that after he won the Masters and going home with the trophy and so fair due to him and he eagled 18 as well to, to finish five under par on the day. Um, and he, he only had a one-shot lead going into the final round. So he sort of stretched away in that sense because you look at Tringali, he's stalled in a sense on the final day. He had a one-under final round, which allowed Brandon Steele coming from five shots back. It's mad, isn't it? You want, like we said, again, we're saying this in the PGA Tour, you're stalling if you shoot one under par. Yeah. Like one under par is not a mean feat. No. You no. put it in perspective, trying to shoot one under your handicap. Yeah, mate, it's Which hard. is basically what they're, what, yeah, what they're doing. exactly. It's ridiculously hard. And that, that A, talk, like shows the level of golfer on the PGA Tour. But B, it also shows what we were saying about the golf courses. But not, I, not as big a score this week on the PGA Tour. 15 under par. I get it's it. It's not a 20 under, is it? Or it's, 25 it's, under. It's not a 20, but... It's still the fact of we're going back to I don't, I don't I don't obviously the overall score we measure it at the end of the week but the fact that players are going backwards yeah. shooting under par yeah. I know okay one two under possibly go backwards but the fact that you're stalling massively shooting one or two under yeah. I I don't know I 
Valderrama last week, not yep. last week, week before, yep, let's yep, say, yep. was a great example of a good dog tournament for me. Yeah. 600 par wins it. Yeah. yeah. It's difficult. And, yeah, and but but it's it's really rewarding an overall performance. Like when you've got these golf courses, and I guess this again, like low scoring, it just sets itself up for being long bombing. Yeah. So you, you could argue about oh well golf's being ruined the fact of the equipment, but is golf being ruined because then the golf courses aren't set up hard enough? Yeah, but again we spoke about this. Yeah, but, 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 but how hard are you gonna set it up? Because the U the US Open tried to do it at Wingfoot when Bryson won it. Yeah, but Bryson okay, he had a good week. But actually he's not doing it every week, is he? No, he's not on hard golf courses. If he played that golf course every single time, I guarantee he wouldn't win more times than he would lose. <laughs> Yeah, but you could say that about majority. Okay, would, wouldn't win more times than he finished top 15. Yeah, and I, I, I think you get found out. But equally, if his attitude is just, well, I'm going to biff it long and I'm going to wedge on, like it was at that event, how how can they stop that? How can they set it up? Just put taller trees in so you can't hit over Plant corners. some bleeding trees. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just, hit, just put mad, like, huge trees so you can't hit over the top just of them. Just fence the tee in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've got like... a window of three yards and hit it down. <laughs> No, I, I guess it's a hard point to sort of... I just mean, I guess... But it's a good talking point, yeah. though, because how how can they do it? They saw that. Make it harder or hit it longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing I want to talk about about Matsuyama, obviously he had a, a great week, but he came out, and we're going to talk about something else about him in a second, but he came out at the start of the week, and this, this baffles me, in a sense, because this quote from him, is just if you look at how about how he performed, especially mm-hmm. in the final round, five under final round, he said at the start of the week, if my game scored ten out of ten at the Masters, now I would say it scores less than one. So he's basically saying, yeah. I'm not playing well. And he still won. And I mean he still that's making making a mockery of five shot win. <laughs> Fifteen under par as well. And he said, I'll be struggling this week, but I'm here in Japan so I'm motivated to be in contention. Yeah, but he said that at the start of the week, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... He, he, so maybe he's not had good practice leading up yeah, to it. Yeah, so it? that's a fair enough statement. It'd be funny if he was like going into the final round. Going that, oh, oh, I, I'm playing terrible. After winning, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm playing terrible this week. Yeah. <laughs> if my game was 10 at the Masters, it's now 1. But I still beat you schmucks. Yeah, but I'm, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrible. But uh, I've scraped it through. Scraped but, it but, but I still beat all you. Um, and on that note, he is the king of dropping the club after a good shot. I don't he get did it. Just he's doing it. I have no idea. To fool people. I've got no idea. But w- w- why would he f- want to fool people though? Like, there's so many times. Like this, this video on, I'm going to name him Scratch, Scratch Golf. They put a video up saying he's the king of good shot club drop. That's what they called it. And there's just video after video of him dropping the club hands on head, hit its ten foot, like. The kind of shot you're thinking, oh, nice shot there. Did he play yeah. one? Like, what's he expecting? Is he expecting to hit it to 10 inches? Yeah, probably. Like, That's probably what's going through his head. Oh, I'm not happy with a good shot. It's spinning back towards the hole. Like, Or oh, he's just not hit it good and it's got lucky. Mate, or has it happened too many times? Uh, yeah, mate, it's happened far too many times for that. There's four, five shots here that show that. Like, oh, bad shot, middle of the fairway. Well, not middle, it's on the left edge. Oh, bad shot. Just sneaks it over the top of the, top of the ridge. Exactly. So Six you, foot. You've seen that there, just snuck it over the top of the ridge. Well, he'd been probably trying to play it past it. So it's it's all relative, isn't it? Again, 
lucky it's just got over like, I get why he's doing it because he probably hit it and think oh my god I've hit it terribly yeah but I've got away with it somehow. Like that yeah, there, yeah, but how just many, over. Mate, but how many times? Yeah, but how many? How good is he? And how many times he's taking these risks? Probably a lot. He's going. He's not going for flags, but he's ended up near a flag. So, like, for example, there, tight left. He's pulled it onto the flag where he's trying to go middle of the green. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's still quite, it's still quite Whereas funny. Whereas we'll though. look at it as, like, let's say, all club golfers and go, oh, bloody hell, what are you doing that for? You hit it close to the flag. But that's probably not where he's actually aiming. Right. So he's probably aiming. Let's say, for example, let's think of the final day at the Masters, right? Yeah. Flag on the right on 12. Everybody says hit it over the bunker. Yeah. For those that don't... That's the par three. The par three of the water. The one that everybody messes up on. Jordan Spieth's favourite. Tiger Woods did it as well. (laughs) Jordan Spieth's favourite. Correct. Uh, I found that quite funny. I lost my own joke. (laughs) Uh, The fact that... Let's, for example, he would have been aiming, let's say, over the middle of that bunker... And he hits it to two feet. Yes, okay, we look at the crowd and think, bloody hell, what a great shot. But actually, he's pushed it 10 yards. Yeah. Which to them, with a wedge in their hand, is massive. And you look, apart from two, two shots three. there, yeah. they've all been either with three woods. Yeah. Okay, two or three woods. The rest have been with wedges. Yeah. So if you're pushing and pulling them with 10 yards of the wedge, it's not good for them. So Where we would look at it and think... Ooh. What's the matter with that? I pushed it onto target. Let's yeah. pose it. <laughs> Let's pose it. Let's pose that. <laughs> oh, it's going towards the flag. I'm going to stand oh. here a little bit longer and club twirl. Yes, we'll have that. <laughs> um, but it is, if, if you get a chance to go and watch that video, it's, it's very funny. Um, right, let's talk about this week's event, mm-hmm. the Bermuda Championship. So we are getting towards the end of the season in inverted commas because it doesn't really actually end does it no I mean, there is events it's just every the week. lesser events like you, you see less and less of the big guys play there on this time of year yes. they're all sort of feet up christmas is coming yeah, thanksgiving and on that point like rory was at the grand prix this weekend in austin and he said he's well, at the what the grand prix at the grand prix the grand prix all right so, all right is it okay rory's at the formula one this weekend in yeah, austin much better thank right. you <laughs> Did um, anybody else notice how weird that was? The Grand Prix. Well, you put the Grand Prix. Grand Prix, yeah. I'm not, not, not Southerner, Josh. It's not how you say it, but... Well, go on, how do you say it then? It's Grand Prix. It's Grand Prix. It's a Grand Prix. It's a Grand Prix. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway, regardless of that, it's not even golf-related. He was saying that he's playing Dubai in two weeks' time, I think, or three weeks' time, and then that's it for his season. So he'll then be back in the new year. The world. I think so. He'll be back in the new year then. So... What we're sort of seeing from this event is it's some still some big names playing, don't get me wrong. So you've got the likes of Christian Bazadenho, Garrick Higo, um Luke Donald's playing, some of the old like all the boys as it were, Graham McDowell, Aaron Rye, Patrick Reed's playing, Matt Fitzpatrick's playing, Dylan Fratelli, Danny Willett. So there is still some bigger names playing, but a lot of the lesser players are getting starts as it were. Yeah, but these this, this is where some of the other players can really just get some cash going, like because uh, you've got a good chance of finishing higher up. Yes, yeah. you're playing for less money, but also you're playing for money. Yeah, so out of that list there, mate, top 10. And I mean, there's not really any of the top 10 in the okay, world. Okay, I'm going to go. Right, this is my top 10, Bezadenho. Yeah, good shout. Top 10, Bezadenho. And then, you know, I'm going to go for a win. This might be a bit of a curveball, but I'm going to go Danny Willett. In the run up to DP World, because obviously he'll be playing there. Game is going to be in sort of good order, I reckon. Yep. And they're my two. I'm going to go top 10. Danny Willett. Wow. Got a copycat. No. 
I'm not saying he's going to win. And then to win, I'm going to go Matt Fitzpatrick. Coming off a win in his last event. No, I don't see it. But I like your theory, but no, don't see it. Is it is it a good run of form for him then going into DP World that he won last year? No, I don't think so. Well, we'll see. I don't see it, but maybe. So, European Tour now. Winner? Jeff Winter. Jeff Winter. Now, this is a cool story, this. So, when I was caddying, don't you? Oh, I'm caddying. Shut up. You carried on the European tour? Yeah, you need to, you, it's an old joke. Don't go back and listen. You'll hear the same it, joke. Hold on, hold on. It's an old joke. Don't go back on the same joke. Who are you playing golf with, Josh? Yeah, Who are you playing funny. golf with, Josh? That's funny. That's funny. Oh, okay. That's funny because the first time you said it, playing golf with just Dave. And then I think the fact you used the word, I hope he listens to this episode. He will be. You used the word colleague. He's a colleague. Yeah, he's a work colleague. Okay, we're going to go over this. We're going <laughs> over this um, so Jeff Winter. Um, so when I was carrying European tour, he was playing like challenge tour on basically like on and off. Yeah, you like sort journeyman. of in, yeah, in inverted commas, like a bit yeah. of a, a journeyman and uh, man is a box of frogs, by the way. Uh, but really nice guy, yeah. really nice guy. Um, had an insane, insane ability to go low. Like the amount of times you like shoot seven, eight under par. Like yeah. you're like, oh my god. Like maybe not win, but like have like two good days, maybe three okay days, and then one brilliant day finish like up top twenty on the challenge tour. It doesn't quite work that like you don't really progress by doing stuff like that. You progress yeah. by unfortunately just having to win. And um, yeah. um, but anyway, so it's really good to see that um, he's managed to in 129 starts as you've got written down here get through it and win. It's, yeah, it's just a nice guy. Yeah, and he made a number of par saves on the. Final round, right? One, one of which on a par three, where he hit a terrible tee shot mm. under tree and chipped out left-handed. Let's have a look. And then made the putt. Now, this <laughs> is that's got to be on the European tour. It is, yeah, it's on it. Yeah, it's impressive. So, basically, to describe it, it's a par three. I think it's a third hole. I want to oh, say. Oh, so it's early on in his round. I think so. Yeah. Matt, that's from then what you'd call the commentator a momentum saver. So he's like. Up against tree, can't get a swing right-handed. Turns the club upside down. Oh my god! Yeah. Chips out to what? Fifteen foot? No, that's more. It's like thirty feet. That. Holds the putt, mate. Unreal. Well, that that sets your tone for your day, doesn't it? It does. Like you know, if you do, sure it's just third. You know, if you're like doing stuff like that, you. You're thinking, oh, someone's looking after me up there today. Yeah, definitely. So where does that, where does that move on the money list? Like, does that does that actually? Because how's this season been? Because I'm guessing, because I'm not we've not really spoken about him throughout the year. No. So I'm therefore guessing like that's literally turned his career around for not for first statement, but then also turned his year around and probably got him into DP World. Well, definitely will get him into DP World surely. Well. I cannot find that. So one second. Just just to put this on there, Josh, you best just go on European Tour on the internet because European Tour, your app is shite. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Brutal. The old app was brilliant. And this isn't my beef. Let's go on to this while Josh is finding it, right? <laughs> the old app was brilliant. All you'd do is you, all the people would come up, you'd see the tea times, you'd mark who you want to follow, bing, bang, bosh, done. It's trying to do too much. All I want to know is a scorecard. You either go whole hog like the PJ Tour where you see shot by shot yeah, or you just keep it the way it was. Fair Do you agree? Yeah. The old one was better, wasn't it? Yeah, the old one was better. The old one was better. I, I love it. Like I use it all the time. So, well, he's now earned 150 grand mm-hmm. on 
after the Mallorca Golf Open. Then he earned ten grand the week before. A grand the week before that. Fifty nine grand the week before that. Uh, at the Alpha Dunhill. Uh, and then the BMW PDA Championship. What was his finishes he there? Had ten grand. So T- he's had first fifty sixth, tied fifty sixth, tied eighty first, tied fourteenth, tied seventy first. Okay, so he's had a few decent results, but that's literally turned his season around. Yeah. So where does that put him on the rankings now? How do I find that on here? Go race to Dubai. That's it. I'll be the navigator. Current rank, 37th. See, yeah. Massive jump. So DP World pending. Absolutely. Earned this year? Career record? Career, that's career money earned. 1.6 1 million. 1.6 million. 1. million. Um, so, he's played in 22 tournaments on the race to Dubai this year. Impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Cash cash in time now, Jeffy. And I feel like he remembers who we are, he probably doesn't. And if you're, doesn't. if you're also interested, is this is information on the European tour that is that is massively important. His interests are fishing, American football, football and snooker. Cheers. Um, and he's six foot four. Six foot four, yes. Um, right, some other news before we move on. Hit me. Did you see Xander Sherpa's interview about his grandparents? I didn't, but... So, you need to tell me about it. Yes. So, <laughs> Xander Shokley has Japanese heritage. So yeah, he's we spoke more... about him when he won the Olympics, Olympics and about his whole dad was an Olympian. And, yeah, German Olympian. And then yeah. got injured and then he moved to America and turned yes. into a golf coach. Yes, correct. So, this is his dad's... No, his mum. His mum's... His mum's side. Mum's parents. Yes. So, his grandparents... By the way, this is mad. That means his mum's nev- not seen her parents in ages. Well, no. Why? Why does it mean that? Uh, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> she could have flown over. He's just playing golf, mate. <laughs> if he's not seen them, she's definitely not seen them. I'm thinking a nice family story here, Josh. Just family show this. Well, she's potentially not seen them f- for two years because of COVID. Don't use that word on this channel. Anyway, so this the interview is basically saying asking him about his grandparents being there. Have they ever seen you play? Blah blah. blah. And this, he thinks this is the first time they've ever seen him play on tour. Which is pretty amazing. How does he think that either is or isn't? Well, no, but he says that's what he says, man. I don't know. I think he says like I think this is the first time I've seen him live. How am I meant to know? How does he think that? That's what he says. Well, they either have seen him, they haven't. It's not like it's black or white, isn't it? You either <laughs> you either done it or you haven't. Well, anyway, he was like, like explain how his grandparents don't really know that much about golf and things like that. And there was one point where he's playing a shot and. Everyone's obviously stood still around him, yeah, yeah, and his like grand, his grand yeah, and his grandpa's just waving. <laughs> Bless him. And there's no, there's not a clip of it, but that's what he said. He said just would have been quite a, quite a nice clip that. Yeah, looked up and seen his grandpa waving, uh, which is quite quite a nice story. But let's move on now because I want to talk top ten in the world because there's been some changes. Yeah, big changes in fact. So, Colin Morikawa is now the highest he's ever been. He's overtaken DJ for second in the world. Very impressive. That's not that's no surprise. How far is he behind Ram? I don't know that. I've just seen the list Whoa, of players, mate. Look at him. He doesn't know, even know. I don't know numbers. I've just seen the list of players. So um, then you've got another big move after last week. Roy McIlroy is back that, in the see, top that's, 10. That, that's the bigger move for me. And obviously, we, we, we know Morikawa is an unbelievable player and it doesn't come to any sort of um, surprise that he has moved up to sort of second in the world. Yeah. But what is a surprise to me, well, not a surprise, just like that, is the fact that McElroy's back inside the top 10. Yep. That is sneaky. Obviously, I know he's well, won, but like, this we all expect though. more of him. Like we said this before, we put him in that upper echelon of player and we all yep. expect way more. And I think this shows how close it is within maybe that top 20 or even top 50 because he's jumped from 15th in the world to 8th 
Yeah, yeah. That's a big jump. That's a big, big jump. Other movements in the top 10. Brooks Kepka drops out and Fienau is now in at, at 10. So currently, as it stands now, the top 10 in the world is as follows. So you've got, obviously, John Rahm is still world number one. Yeah. Then you've, then you've got Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Cantley, Xander Schofield is fifth, DeChambeau sixth, Thomas seven, McCoy eight, Uche is a nine, Fienau ten. I mean, we, we look, it looks a little bit better for Ryder Cup right now. <laughs> well, there's two of them in there. <laughs> but there's only, there's only six. Yeah, seven. Seven oh. Americans, yeah. At the minute. So, let's have a look at that again. And Fienau, a little sneaky number there, yeah. isn't it? Snuck in. I think, obviously, that's this week. That you know what's mad? Looking at that, like, there's so many players that you'd think, oh, my God, how are you not inside the world's top ten? Yeah, well, obviously, Kepka's just dropped out. You've got the likes of Jordan Spieth who probably should be there or thereabouts. Yeah. Who else are you thinking? Jordan Spieth was the one I was thinking. Coming to mind. So, then obviously, but even even outside that, you've got the likes of Tommy Fleetwood. You've got the yeah. likes of Paul Casey, you've got, who were unbelievable players. Like, and this is what, like, Till Hatton, this is what we're saying about the standard of golf at the minute. Matsuyama. Where's Matsuyama in there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the standard of golf at the minute is just, ridiculous but I want to talk about a quote that Brooks Kepka came out and said because he came out this week and basically said that golf is full of disappointments and I, I quite like this quote because if you think about it golf is the only sport that is like this I've got a similar quote for you just to sorry to interrupt I've it's not the, said it yet so I don't know no, I don't know what you're going to say but here's quoting me first quoting you alright go on then right Alex Elliott I can't I've got to take this from somebody else says but I'm not going to tell you who Right, so I'm going to claim it. <laughs> okay, go on. Golf is literally the only game you'll play shit for 97% of the time and you'll still come back and play it. Interesting. Because football, if you played that bad 97% of the time, you'd be dropped and you think, fuck this, I'm not playing. Snooker, you'd do the same, wouldn't play it. Darts, you'd do the same, you wouldn't play it. Yeah. Tennis, you'd definitely do the same and not play it. Yeah. Every other sport, if you played bad 97% of the time, point one, uh, you would never come back and play again. You've also sort of taken a bit of what I was going to say there because, so the quote from Kepka was, golf is f- full of disappointments. If you win 5% of your tournament, you're a Hall of Famer. So plenty of disappointments in golf, get used to it, right? So you, there's literally no other sport where if you won 5%, yeah. of championships or 5% of whatever where you'd be a whole famer. But then you wouldn't have 150 people playing against you every single week. No, exactly. But, but, but maybe in tennis you would though. Potentially Similar. in tennis. Maybe not that many. Maybe like yeah, 80, but, but it's yeah. along that line. A lot of individual sports. Same with like snooping darts. There's a lot of prelim rounds and all of stuff like that, isn't there? Okay, so. so let's just go through 10 to 20. So I think I've got these players up. Kepka, 11. Matsuyama, 12. Speed 13. Answer 14. English 15, Berger 16, Hovland 17, Hatton 18, Burns 19, Horschel 20. Joke. But then even outside that, you've got Cameron Smith. That is just ridiculous. Phil Mickelson, 34th. Matt Wolf, 31st. Just crazy. Rose, 46. Yeah, Lee Westwood. It's mad, isn't like, it? Like, just, just ridiculous. And, and it's all, it's quite close, is it not? Yeah, so let's put this in perspective. So points... That um, I don't know quite how it works. So average points is nine point nine for Ram, four hundred seventy five points, and Morikawa's eight point four. So it's quite a big difference, that. <laughs> and 
but uh, he's 35 points behind, basically. But I don't... You pick up points depending on who's in the field that week. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for example, in, like, these... So, these next, yeah. next few events so, will not hold But if you points. won a Rolex event or you won a major, yeah. you'd pick up a lot more points. Yeah. And here's something else to put in perspective. So, between 10th and 1st... So, Rahm's on total points, 475 points, right? Tony Fiena's on 283. Mate, Mate. you think that's big? <laughs> You think that's big? Tiger didn't play for a year and still won number one. Yeah. You don't play for a week, you move outside the top ten. Yeah, very true. But is that that obviously shows how good Tiger was, but it also shows how maybe much more competitive it is now. No, it just shows how good Tiger was. He was so far ahead of everybody else. Like you, you got to can't forget like he made different strides in like sports yeah. science preparation of his body, how he played. He did everything he that these just, guys yeah. did now before yeah. they did it. He yeah. set the tone for this. He created this monster. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. If we look at it that way. That's a very good way of looking at it. Think about it. He he did. He created he? this. He sort of paved the way. Yeah. yeah. Decent. Right. Well, we'll leave Tour Trash Talk there then. Indeed. Very in depth. Right. Text up, mate. I'm going to leave this to you because you are doing a series on this. Yeah. So um, I don't. I put this on my. YouTube about two or three days ago, two days ago, three days ago, now about tennis has gone out about Arcos. So my clubs, uh, Cobra clubs, have um, Arcos built into them. But Arcos is something you can buy as well and yeah. put into your club. You got a screw in the end. Basically, it logs all your clubs, how far they go, and you can see data if you miss left, you miss right, you miss short, you miss long. You get some full data on your game. So I, every time that I play now, I'm going to use it um, over the next ninety days and sort of document every time that I use it. Mm. I've got like a bit of a video diary. Um, just to see like how my game is and actually if it's actually anything like what I think it is and if it's any distant, difference in distance how far I think I hit it so it'd be interesting to do like okay I think I hit my 7-9 145 yeah. Arcos says you hit 110 yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever. <laughs> yeah like, I drive at about 300 Archer yeah. drives at 250 yeah exactly so it'd be quite interesting to see what those differences are yeah so I think they're a really good piece of tech so obviously I know this is probably paid but um, so Claude Harmon says he won't teach any amateur now that doesn't use it. Oh, because really? Because he can't get any stats in the game. Now, I don't know how good that is. Yeah, but, because if they said, but Claude, actually, when, you th- when I think about it, like, if if I was an amateur golfer and I wanted to get a real information on my game without having to go and bleed log something, this is no paid ad, by the way, um, it would be a, a, a good thing to do. Yeah. That's like, why I'm doing it. The only thing... you got them in yours. I do have them in mine, yes. So you could set up a 90-day free trial. I could do. The only thing is with it, you have to carry your phone in your front pocket, don't you? You do, but I do that anyway. In your front pocket? Yeah. Well, See, I, I don't do that. It's just messing I with my chi, isn't it? I, I do probably have it in my back pocket. That's a lie. I have it in my back pocket. Yeah, messing with my zen. Can't do that. Um, <laughs> but the point is that I have my phone on me, but also you can buy a belt clip. So if it's something that I actually do and actually use, uh, I might Not get a belt like clip. like a utility belt. No. <laughs> it's about that. It's All about right, Batman. <laughs> Ah, hey, have you got yours? <laughs> no, it's about the size of your car key, if that. So, because another YouTube star who will not be named on this podcast uh, did a video on them. And who? who? I'm not going to mention him. Give me, leave me the initials. You know Mouth them, mouth them. <laughs> Don't mention that. I feel like this is like a podcast where we're looking for a boxing match. It, no, it's not. I would take him on in a golf game, not a boxing Correct, match. You yeah, think he'd beat me in a golf in a in a boxing match? I don't. I don't think he'd beat you in a golf game though. Um, Let's play. Rick, so, Rick, Rick, Rick. so he did a video and basically called them out that you couldn't put your phone in your back pocket or even in your bag. 
it had to be in which I get, which is fair enough because mm. most people most people want to go out and play golf and don't have the don't want the phone in the pocket. Correct. Like Correct. the only reason I have mine is because I'm like, oh, I can get a nice shot here, or yeah, I can put a story up. Here's a content opportunity. Content, content <laughs> is king. Um, like that's the reason why I would. Yeah. But if I was like a recreational player going out to play golf and I just finish work, like more often than not, my my phone is either in my bag or in the thing on my trolley if I'm yeah. pushing. Would it still work there though? Well, I don't know. Here's another thing. No, but if you're putting, probably not. Yeah. Here's another thing about it. So, uh, a mate of mine, Ollie, mm. got a bought just. A ping uh, three wood, yeah, and like he got fitted for it and made sure it was right for him and whatnot. Um, and it had our come with our cost, mate. It whistles, so he takes it out of the bag and you can hear it like high pitched, like squeaky, whistly noise. Hey, and honestly, I still I like pass it in, like you put it close to it in, it's quite loud. Stir of the ball, all you can hear is the, it whistling. It's it zen, it's annoying is what it is <laughs> you will hit me good <laughs> um, but yeah it'd be an interesting story to sort of see if and how accurate I know they're, I know they're pretty accurate but like how accurate I think my game is because yeah. I literally have no idea how far I hit my clubs especially with the new ones you said this to me on yeah the, they definitely go shorter especially into the wind yeah. because they are more traditional loft but then yeah. sometimes I'm like oh it goes the same distance but I don't I, I need to it'd be good anyway it'd be good I think they're a good piece of tech Let's see. We'll keep you up to date on that. So, let's now move on to this or that. This or that. So, we teased it at the start. So, Alex, this or that. Let's do last week's. So, I'll start with you. i ask you the question. Links or Parkland? I've only played like two, maybe three holes of Links Golf, but I've walked around three Links Golf courses. So, Links or Parkland? I'm going to say Links. Okay, I'd love you. to play more Lynx golf. Yeah, I, I, I would love to play a lot more Lynx golf. Because it is ridiculous. And it's just different. It changed my whole perspective it makes on it golf. It's a lot harder, isn't it? A lot harder. I think that's only because we don't play it, though. Like. Yeah, but it it changed it changed my whole mindset about golf, playing okay. Lynx golf. What about you? You're going to go Lynx yeah, as well? Yeah, I'm going to Lynx as well. Okay, so next one. You, would you rather win? No, no, no. That's not no, 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 let's do this one. This one here. No, you should play. Oh, this one. Sorry. Yeah. Would you rather win the US Open or the PJ Championship? Championship? Correct. I would say US Open, but part of me wants to say PJ Championship because I'm a PJ member. <laughs> Why would you rather win the US Open over the PJ? I, th- I think because, correct me wrong if I'm saying this, you might be able to play it every year. Maybe that's all of them. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you why. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because it's the na- it's the national championship, basically. Yeah, oh. and and this is the thing. Without diminishing anything, these two carry less clout than the other two, don't they? Uh, in a weird way, I don't think the U.S. Open should carry less clout than the Masters. But it does. I know it does. I think the U.S. Open should carry carry the same clout as the Open because they're basically the equivalent. Yeah. But it doesn't for some reason. No, I don't know why. I mean, still, this is not taking anything <laughs> away from winning either. Uh, you and nobody. <laughs> you and but, nobody right now. But for some reason, they do. Yeah. Um, for me, I would probably say for the same reason you did the US Open. Yeah. But if it's it's a, it's a it's a tough question to answer because you obviously won't say no to any of them. Yeah, I I couldn't I could I couldn't really choose between them. If no. No. So I'm not picky. Last one was to play. You had to play. Got to play one of these every year. So, so you the, play in the championship every year. Yeah. 
So the Masters at Augusta, obviously, or the Open at St Andrews? No, this is a toughie. This... And yes, before, disclaimer, we do know that the Open isn't at St Andrews every year, but it is next year. Yeah, we're just saying every year was at the Masters. Uh, every year, if it was to be at the home of golf. Yes. Difficult. Difficult, difficult, difficult. Because imagine winning the Masters at the home of golf. At uh, the Open at the home of golf. Like, that is like the pinnacle of golf. Yeah. But then the Masters and is becoming the, mas- champion the Masters of the year. is the Masters. So I would have to go. No brain in this actually. The Open. Really? Yeah, because you like you just said you're the champion golfer of the year. Really? I thought you were going to go Masters then. Nah, because this is my theory. You win the Open, you can go and play the Masters anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you win the Masters, you're going to play the Open anyway. Very true. Yeah. No, I, I, if I was, if I only yeah, could play one or the other, one every year, yeah. It would be the Open at St Andrews. Really. 100%. Easier golf course though, isn't it? You can go and play... You can go and Clearly play, not, I lost. You can play St Andrews on a Thursday night at the at the range if you want. You can't do that with the Masters, can you? <laughs> no, I, I just think... I think if, I think you'd literally find the Masters too hard. What, me or you? Skip me off! <laughs> me should, me off! I should have chose the other one, God's sake. So which one would you choose? Um, I would... It's... Is it a hard one? Because, like I said before, you champion golf of the year, aren't you, if you win it? But I'm not, this is not about winning it, it's about playing it. And I would love to play Augusta, mate. I know it would chew me up and spit me out, but I'd get good at it if I played mate, it I once a year. Would, I think it would chew most people up and spit them out. I'd, I'd eventually be, I'd get, find my way around. When I'd, I'd learn my way around eventually. So I think You say that, but like honestly, I think it is probably one of the hardest golf courses correct and this is something else that's leaning me towards the masters is i can you want a green jacket correct no i can go see what like phil tufnell we can get you a green cagoule (laughs) (laughs) that's a great tv program um what i was gonna say is i can go to st andrews and enter the ballot and pay it and play it that is the reason why it's a it's a leveler People can play it and relate to it. No, but this is what, this is what I'm saying. Oh, right, right okay, that's why you wouldn't choose it then. I can go there and pay 175, 200 quid, however much it is, enter the ballot, get a tea time and play it. I can't do that at Augusta. To play Augusta, I need to be a member. I need to pay millions of pounds. I want you to pay to get in there. Do you know what I mean? So it's not the answer to the question, Josh. You can't play the other one. I know, I know, I know, I know you can't. But that's why I would say Augusta because it's more exclusive. Okay, fair enough. That's not me saying I don't want to play San Andreas because I'd love to play No, no, I, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard one, isn't it? That's, why it's, that's why it's this or that. That's why it's this or that. Correct. Okay, so I've got one for next week. Okay. In fact, you're not even answering one from last week. What? I think it's Parkland, you have. Oh, I thought we did, yeah, sorry. Um, okay. You haven't answered the one from last week, Cobra or Taylor Mays. Cobra. <laughs> um, okay, so here you go. Here you go. If you were... Okay, listen to this right now would you rather this is a toughie because think about this logically yeah go on would you rather right be a scratch golfer right yeah and never ever don't answer it now yeah and never ever ever win anything at your golf club yeah never be on a board yeah never win a soul never win a dime but always be a scratch golfer yeah right so not maybe people a bit lower than you maybe people, obviously people higher but be a very good golfing club yeah or or be like that sort of four to seven handicap golfer who wins at least a major every single year or in the contention right always that golfer you know what he's good at him he's always in the majors whereas yeah. you, you scratch golfer you might not 
That's okay. a tough one. I'm not going to answer it. That's a tough one. It's a good one, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's this or that. And we're going to have two others for next week as well. And obviously, think about that between now and next Wednesday because it's a biggie. That's a very good one. Right. Thanks for I listening. Think that wraps it up. <laughs> yeah. We will see you same time next week where we'll have more stories from the range. I'm playing at the Mirror again tomorrow. Yeah. Yep, um, so no doubt there'll be a funny story from that. Um, um, have a good week. Yes. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. That's half an hour.